Winter Walking Festival invites hikers to explore the great outdoors. Article by Suzanne Pender. Grab your boots because Carlo Winter Walking Festival is about to kick off this month. Carlo's majestic Blackstairs Mountains, together with the charming villages of Michel, Ballymurphy, Boris and Rahanna, will feature in this year's festival which takes place from Friday to Sunday, the 12th to the 14th of November. The festival caters for all levels, from experienced hill walkers out to enjoy an invigorating hike, to novices seeking to discover new routes along more leisurely trails. This well-organised event aims to make the great outdoors accessible to everyone, with knowledgeable guides from Tullow Mountaineering Club and volunteers directing visitors through the Carlow countryside. The festival starts this Friday evening with the very popular night hike. John Byrne, a member of Tullow Mountaineering Club, will lead this walk. It is a truly magical experience to walk on the black stairs at night time, and an altogether different one than walking in daylight, when different sights, sounds and wildlife can be appreciated, he said. On Saturday, one of the most popular treks on the walking festival covers a history and heritage tour, incorporating a number of interesting historical sites subject to prevailing weather conditions on the day. These include the World War II German plane bombing of the Shannon family home, standing stones, ancient rock art and old settlements. While still a mountain walk, time will be taken to look at the overall history of the area. Another route for experienced walkers departs from Currabut Gap, one of the most picturesque points on the Blackstairs Mountains, before crossing the River Burren and taking in Schlievebawn and Tomduff Ridge. For those who missed out on the opportunity to experience Ireland's newest Camino, the Columban Way, there's another opportunity as part of the Winter Walking Festival. This route focuses on the Carlo stretch of this major new European pilgrim route, with a walk from the Nine Stones viewing point to Michel village. St Columbanus, Ireland's first great European saint, was born in the shadow of Mount Leinster, and walkers can follow in his footsteps as he journeyed during the 5th and 6th centuries from Carlo to Bangor in County Down, where he founded a famous monastery. Those wishing to explore new leisure walking routes can head to Carlow Town to enjoy a walk based around the tragic tale of Lucinda Sly, who was hanged for murdering her husband in 1835, along with her alleged accomplice, John Dempsey. Meet at the sculpture in Shamrock Square, from where knowledgeable local guide John McDarby of Carlow County Museum will proceed through Carlow Town, covering key areas associated with her life. Leisure walkers can enjoy the popular mindfulness walk through the beautiful Clogrennan Wood, led by mindfulness coach Jack Byrne, gaining tips on positive mental attitude by bringing your body and mind closer to nature. Alternatively, you can join the three-kilometre photographic walk at Kilbranish Forest Recreation Area to learn all about the basic principles of photography in the wild using a camera or mobile phone. The opportunity to discover a new stretch of the River Barrow awaits at noon on Sunday morning, as visitors can explore the seven-kilometre stretch of waterway from Gores Bridge northwards in the direction of Slyguff, in the knowledgeable company of Brendan Stafford of the Inland Waterways of Ireland. Afterwards, you can relax and enjoy refreshments in one of Carlo's newest tourist attractions, 
the historic Goodley Barrow Old Mill Museum and Café on the Carlow side of the River Barrow in Gores Bridge. Later that afternoon, you can head to the village of Rahana for a leisurely walk which combines history and heritage in one of Carlow's most picturesque rural locations. We are delighted to be in a position to bring a second walking festival for visitors to enjoy this year, said Michael Walsh, chairman of Carlow Tourism. Carlow has a well-established reputation for the quality and variety of its walking routes, which have become even more important as we navigate the pandemic. The Winter Walking Festival offers visitors great value, and with all members continuing to adhere strictly to COVID-19 protocols, visitors are assured that all safety concerns are being addressed. We greatly appreciate the support offered by Carlow County Council under the Festivals and Events Fund, without which the organisation of the festival would not have been possible, added Mr Walsh. For further details on registration for the walks, starting points and rules of participation, visit www.carlotourism.com forward slash walking festival or phone 059-91-30411. Details of special accommodation packages are available by logging on to www.carlotourism.com forward slash special offers. New IDA building will be ready by next summer, article by Suzanne Pender. The new IDA building in Carlow is expected to be constructed and ready as a new home for a company by the end of next summer, according to Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor. The Fianna Fáil TD welcomed the update on the construction of a new IDA building in Carlow, along with continued funding for innovation in the county. It is also great to hear that the brand new IDA building in Carlow, Advanced Building Solution, is expected to be built and ready as a new home for a company by the end of next summer, said Deputy Murnane O'Connor in the Doyle last week. Ongoing investment in enterprise in Ireland in small counties such as my own is vital for the growth and prosperity of these companies and the local economy, she added. Deputy Murnane O'Connor also welcomed the supports being extended to businesses in Carlow. It was most welcome to see in Budget 2022 up to €90 million Euro to be invested in Irish startups through an extension of the Innovation Equity Fund. This will also help them to recover from the pandemic and the disruption caused by Brexit and is most welcome, she said. I recently visited Halo Care here in Carlow, who empower older people to live quality, more connected lives in their own homes. And they've raised in the region of 6.2 million euro investment from their founders and other investors, including Enterprise Ireland. Innovations such as this would not be possible without Enterprise Ireland, so I'm very aware of the great work being done. Companies like this will be vital as we are all getting older, she concluded. St. Leo's student named as Lions Ambassador, article by Suzanne Pender. St. Leo's College student Cueva Martin has been named Carlo Lions Club's Youth Ambassador for 2021. A dedicated community activist, Cueva will go forward to represent County Carlo in the national competition, which acknowledges and pays tribute to the extraordinary contribution of young people in their local communities. Carlo Lions Club President Shane Keneally offered his congratulations to Cueva, remarking that Carlo could look forward with great confidence 
having a candidate of the calibre of Kiva representing the county in the national competition. He described it as so gratifying to be involved in the competition which acknowledges the fantastic work of all the young people and added that Carlo is indeed fortunate to have such a wonderful, committed and talented pool of young people which gives him great encouragement for the future. Carlo Lions Club was delighted to resume the Lions Club Youth Ambassador of the 21st Century competition having suspended the 2020 contest due to the pandemic judging took place in the Seven Oaks Hotel last week. The aim of the programme is to recognise, encourage and support young people who are actively involved in the welfare of the community, supporting the best of their Lions ideals. The national winner of the competition will receive a bursary of €600 to be used to support the community work they are engaged in. In the interview process, candidates were required to describe their involvement in the community and to set out how they would allocate the bursary if they were successful. Carlo Lions Club was supported by a panel of independent judges, Sonia Gibbons, retired principal of St. Lazarian's School, Catherine Wall, CEO of Carlo Regional Youth Services, and Martin Marr, a member of the academic team at IT Carlo. The judges were really impressed with all the candidates nominated from schools around the county. The candidates presented to a very high standard including a wide range of excellent community work they were engaged in, leaving the panel with a very difficult task in selecting a winner. Kiva was nominated by her school, St. Leo's College, and was declared the winner for her commitment to a wide and varied range of significant community support activities. Remembrance Service will honour World War I casualties. Article by Michael Tracy. A remembrance service to honour Carlo people who died during World War I will take place in Lachlan Ridge next Thursday. Among the attendees will be Paul Maguire, chairman of County Carlo Military Museum, and Robin Harvey from the Ireland branch of the Royal British Legion, who will lay wreaths at the World War I Memorial Arch at Lachlan Bridge. They will do so to remember not only those from County Carlo who died during the war, but also for their families whose lives were irreversibly changed by their loss. This year's ceremony, which begins at 11am, will again be organised by local historian Martin Nevin. The records of the Military Museum hold the names of 520 men and boys from Carlo whose remains lie in fields and villages across France, Belgium and Gallipoli. This figure does not include three times that number of Karlovians who returned to their homes having been gassed, rendered blind, limbless or shell-shocked and requiring medical care and attention for the remainder of their short lives. Break for the Border event raised €7,000 for Hackettstown School. Article by Suzanne Pender. The tally is in, and the principal, staff, pupils and parents of St. Joseph's National School, Hackettstown, are delighted to announce that this year's break for the border has raised over €7,000. The annual fundraising run welcomed the incredible support from the local community, which exceeded all expectations. Businesses and clubs came out in force as local companies sponsored generously to support the local school. I would like to thank everyone who contributed to the event and our local community for all their continued support, said Darren Hester, Principal of St. Joseph's National School. 
Unfortunately, due to COVID restrictions, we were confined to the school this year for our annual break for the border race. As always, we had great weather and every student in St. Joseph's National School ran the race class by class and received customised medals and goodie bags sponsored by O'Reilly's service station and Londis Ireland. All funds raised go directly back into the school for much-needed equipment and resources, she added. Hackettstown native Molly Scott is always on hand to support St. Joseph's National School, and this year was no exception, as she completed a fun warm-up session with each class before their race. Parents, family members and students from the school dug deep and filled in sponsorship cards, which raised nearly €3,500. Members of the Hackettstown Running Club also took part in the event and completed the original break for the border route themselves, which further contributed to the fundraiser. Organisers would like to thank PJ Townsend Transport, The Corner Pub, Damien Cullen Agri, Mick Smith Haulage, Perry Oil, Apple Tree Preschool, Equip, Monsattle Engineering, Myers Transport, Jackie's Florist, Clonmore GAA, Butler's Organic Eggs, O'Reilly's Service Station, Londis Ireland, Paul Connolly Electrical, John Connolly Electrical, Cullen Nurseries, Ellis Well Drilling, Gallagher's Medical Centre, Kelly Civil and Construction, Moorhead Motors, Let's Talk About Coffee, Smith Groundworks, Cavanagh's Garage, Hackettstown Athletics Club, Glanmore Foods and O'Toole's and Sons Construction.